when I was growing up, I never truly knew how to express my emotions, my thoughts using words. It's something that I believe I'm learning more and more how to do now as a young adult. When I was growing up, I would feel angry, I would feel frustrated, I would feel happy, I would feel excited, but I can't recall ever being able to expressly say that I am excited because of one, two, three, or I am frustrated or anxious, or being able to simply label the emotions that I am feeling, or being able to identify with the thoughts that I have in my mind. Hi there and welcome to my podcast. You are listening to Hashtime, where words are indeed things. And I'm your host, Khorata Khuitane Ranama. Ever so excited. <laughs> To be here today on this beautiful Sunday morning, evening actually. <laughs> I will admit that just as a check-in, that I am feeling a bit tired. I can hear it in my voice. And coming into today's episode, there's one word that has been staring at me and saying, I want you to talk about me. And the word has been confrontation. And I've titled today's episode, Heart Check, Loving People Into Themselves. Heart Check, Loving People Into Themselves. And I think before we jump into the episode, I want to just open up and open myself up to you as the listener in terms of where I've been mentally this past week. I listened to uh, a speech that Oprah made where she shared Acts 17 verse 28. A week before that, I listened to a sermon by Stephanie Icke which spoke to trusting God and uncertainty. I know that I spoke about it. It's not even weeks. I think it's, yeah, it's actually week three, so a month week three of august so it's been a month since i've heard her say it but she didn't mention the exact verse so i hear oprah saying this and she mentions the verse saying it's Acts seventeen twenty-eight. i rushed to my bible and i'm like act seventeen twenty-eight. let me open my bible to just read it out loud because it's still in my heart and i think i am still discovering what it means for me in this season act 17 28 says for in him we live and move and have our being as even some of our own poets have said for we are indeed his offspring close quote Acts 17 verse 28 and it's still simmering I am still 
um, tying and trying to unpack the verse for myself and just praying that the Holy Spirit reveals what it means. But in her speech, Oprah speaks about how when she was growing up, she felt and believed strongly that she was a child of God. And I grew up believing that I'm a child of God, but differently. And I think in this past week, what I've been feeling, I have been feeling more drawn and more um, accustomed to actually accepting the fact that indeed, is a child of God. And I wrote a post on Facebook sharing um, a picture of myself just smiling and I've covered my lips. But you can tell in my eyes that I'm smiling widely. And I write in the caption that lately I have been thinking about this verse. And lately, I've just been feeling very overwhelmed by the fact that God only wants the best for me. And I write that my dad has my back. That my dad has my back. I cried the other day. I think yesterday, actually. Not the other day. So I have these moments where in my quiet time where because I know yesterday I was just studying and then I heard this song it's called Still Slash Peace by Hillsong United I heard this song and it just triggered this reminder again to say in my story when I was growing up I held onto a lot of um, loneliness and I felt a bit abandoned if I was to use that word by my own father because I never enjoyed the comfort or the closeness of a father-daughter relationship so I'm listening to this song and it's like God is reminding me still that Khorata you're my child Khorata you are my daughter and I just broke down I remember writing to my friend I wrote in our church group I wrote to my little sister and just shared this testimony to say that I am here today because of God's love. And I think I just want to reflect on that and just say that I am here today because of how much God has loved me. And I think I just want to take a moment to give him praise and give him all the honor and thank him for this word that he's put in my heart that i'm reflecting on that in him i live i move and i have my being <laughs> so jumping into today's episode today i've titled the 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 episode heart a heart check loving people into themselves why? Because I think because of just the, the general feeling or how I'm feeling right now, um, just this fatigue that I'm feeling, a part of me wants to just slow down time and reflect. And in the month of September, the theme is daring to show up. Daring, let me read it as is. Daring to bring my best self to work and for my family 
daring to bring my best self at work and for my family. And if you're only joining me for the first time, I have been exploring what my legacy story looks like in the year 2021. And honestly, I think just given the check-in that I gave today, I look back and I it, it it's a thing of it makes sense when you look backwards to say in as much as I experienced that loneliness, there's a lot of virtue that God instilled within myself that I could have never learned had I not lived through that season. So heart check, loving people into themselves. So in reflecting on the fact that I am a child of God, I am reminded in this moment or this evening as I pause to reflect that you are a child of God, that my mom is a child of God, that my little sisters and brothers are children of God, that my fiance, my friends, my colleagues are children of God. I am reminded that when God looks at us, there's, there's this love that he feels towards each and every one of us. And I'm challenged as I go into this week to ask myself to pause and to be mindful about the words that I use with people. And I had mentioned that um, the word confrontation has been standing out to me as I was preparing for this episode, but I'll get to that. But I like saying in my podcast that words are things. And in the sense of loving people into themselves, I wrote down three questions that I want to ask myself this week as I interact with people. How do I talk to people? How do I talk to my friends, my family, my colleagues? How? Do I filter my words? Do I filter my thoughts? Do I filter my actions through the love that God has for them? And if not, what can I do to show up in love? Last episode, I shared how love liberates, a quote that Maya Angelou shared in one of her her talks. And liberation in this case, I feel reflecting on it to say that God loving me as her child, as as his daughter, pardon me, as his daughter, the best looks like me having freedom to operate and lead life according to the purpose and the plan that he has for my life and no deviations so loving someone into themselves in this season therefore would look like affording them an opportunity to be free by simply loving them in the way that i use my words in the way that i show up when i interact with them so i listed four things I listed four things that I will be taking into the week for myself as a way of doing a heart check daily. 
I wrote four things. <laughs> I was going to say the first one. But I wrote four key things and basically it's a process that I learned um on a coaching course that I'm currently doing now that speaks to how actions come to be or how outcomes come to be. Before I did this podcast, there was a thought, there was an emotion, there was a decision, and ultimately an action. For me to get to this point, there was a series of thoughts, there was a decision made for me to show up here today. So as a way of daring myself to show up as my best for my friends and family in this coming week, I am going to be continually doing a heart check on one, my thoughts. And this basically means watching and catching out my thoughts and catching any negative thoughts that might want to creep up on me and basically protecting my thoughts as well from any outside influence that might come in and try muddle the truth that i know or what i know to be true about that person so protecting my thoughts from any external um factors that might come in and muddle that view and taking a moment out to watch my thoughts and what does this mean on linkedin i follow a, a certain doctor phd holder called susan david she wrote a book called emotional agility and she usually touches on how we are not our thoughts and what does this mean we have I don't know how many thoughts in a day and if we were to identify with each and every one of them would be very confusing beings but she says we are not our thoughts and hence the idea for myself going into this week to watch my thoughts so if if I think about getting up to go make coffee it's a thing of watching that thought and instead of getting up immediately because i caught it or i watched it i have a moment to reflect instead of acting on it immediately i have a moment to think on how how does that make me feel do i feel like it's serving my body well and that leads me to the second part of my heart check being looking at my emotions Taking a moment to look at my emotions post having that thought. So in the case of making coffee, <laughs> I have been trying out this thing of not taking sugar with my tea. And this past week I had coffee, black without sugar, without milk. That wasn't really nice. Um but post having the thought, what follows is asking myself how I am feeling in that moment. How I am feeling in that moment. And after that, in the model it shows that once you've assessed how you feel about the thought that you've had, it speaks to the fact that post the thought follows the decision. That before you carry out an action, there is a decision that is made in your mind. 
you decide to get up in the morning, you decide to stay in bed the whole day, you decide to eat healthy, you decide to eat unhealthy, you decide to go to gym, you decide not to go to gym, etc. But all of the things that we do come from a decision that we have made either consciously or unconsciously. So I write here for myself that going into this week, given my heart check activity, I will think before I act. I will think before I act. Obviously, the thought has been processed in my mind, but that statement simply means to me that I will take a moment to reflect on um, my thought and the emotion behind that thought before I decide. And lastly, the decision will inform the action. And lastly, we have actions. So I write here in my notebook, execute mindfully and intently. Execute mindfully and intently. And I think speaking to interacting and just engaging either through my words, my actions, and the thoughts that I have towards the people that I love and my colleagues, I am challenging myself to do all of the above mindfully and to do it with a lot of intention. And the intention in this case is to pour out the love that I feel God is pouring into myself, to basically be a vessel for him to pour in his love so that I can love on other people, the people that he has blessed me in this season. And the title of the episode is Loving People Into Themselves, which is something that I love saying to my partner that ever since I met him, I feel like he has loved me into myself. That before we met, I knew myself, I knew parts of myself, but I have been liberated to be able to laugh and just be goofy and be myself. And I feel that each and every one of us has a responsibility, therefore, to be a vessel and be used to pour out love. To be used to pour out love. And... The four key things that I wrote down, just to highlight um, the four issues that I, I, or the four action items that I want to do going into this week, are watching my thoughts, monitoring how I'm feeling, thinking before I decide, oh, thinking before I act. And executing mindfully and intently. So in the case of confrontation, I looked up the word and in the definition there's the word hostile. And I didn't really like that. It made me very uncomfortable. And I realized why a lot of people aren't very comfortable with it. And for me in terms of my legacy story, I think going into this season, something that I'm learning is that It doesn't have to be such a bad thing, especially when you are approaching it from a place of love, where you are speaking to the situation, addressing the situation, but also remembering that there's a person on the other side. 
and I googled I googled the word the definition and after that I tried putting that word and love and I found an article that spoke to that fact to say when we have that um, constructive discourse of ours to describe it as such there is a need to approach it with love to say that you see and you hear the person on the other side which is something that I am learning in this season when I was young I was scared of it I thought um, if we are having that discourse that I will walk away less loved by you and I'm realizing that um, relationships become even more whole when you are able to express um, what makes you uncomfortable about your relationship and I like something I picked something from this article that said that relationships or the key or the goal um, that we need to remember and keep in mind when you're having this constructive discourse is that the goal of the relationship is oneness depth and intimacy oneness depth and intimacy and having those moments where you are having that discourse doesn't mean that the relationship is broken but it gives you an, an opportunity for you guys to actually see each other and listen to each other and for me what it looked like before i would get a lump in my throat my hands would get sweaty and i think i would just close off my mind would actually literally block out but lately i have been realizing that i'm able to pause and following these four steps i'm able to identify how i'm feeling in that moment and i i think i'm just thinking about something that i heard in this coaching course to say that no one can ever make you feel a particular way just the situation or what they did and I think I, I allow myself then to feel the emotion and to kind of just dissect it for myself before making a decision, before acting on that emotion. And just as a closing thought, I want to share Acts 17 verse 28 again. I actually want to read it as it is in the Bible because it's really beautiful and i think this week i will be meditating on it continually until i live move and yeah i found it yes so act 17 verse 28 says for in him we live and move and have our being as even some of your own po poets have said for we are indeed his offspring being then god's offspring we ought not to think that the divine being is like gold or silver or stone an image formed by the art and imagination of of man etc 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 please do go read it and while you're there read the whole chapter as stephanie ike would say so i think with that I am going into this new week excited and empowered to love each and every person I encounter into themselves and honor them because God has honored me and poured into me his love. 
Thank you so much for listening to the very end. And I think I'm just listening to how my voice has changed. That at the beginning of the episode, um, I felt that fatigue or just um, being tired and a bit slow. But it's kind of picked up at the end and I love that. And I think that's the key thing about coming here every Sunday. That it kind of just lifts my spirits. And I look forward to being here and just sitting here to slow down time and pause and reflect because every other day becomes very easy to actually live through given the reflections that I'm honored to speak to. Thank you so very much once again for joining me and listening to this podcast to the very end. Please do like, share and do share your thoughts um, in terms of this um topic in terms of loving people into themselves this is me rambling to the end by the way if you're only joining me for the first time to those who are regular listeners thank you so much for joining once again do take care and have a blessed and productive week ahead god bless i am horata and you have been listening to hash time where words are indeed things.